Come with us to a space where a miracle took place as we race at a pace to save face up an old staircase. This ain't Mary Magdalene on a burrito at 7-Eleven. According to these nuns, it's stairway to heaven. You can drive all day on your way to Santa Fe. Did these naughty nuns know the non-believers would naturally navigate north from Nogales to ascend the stairs of Loretto? But who built it? Geppetto? By St. Joseph's own beard, it's going to get weird as we wager you'll wonder at this Winchester Western. Does this house have a haunting that harbors a horrible history? Or is it just a crazy lady who created a mystery? The rifle that won the West and made oodles of money. But for the wealthy Winchesters, it wasn't all sunny. Two carpenter capers caused chaos, it seems. Join us on Pocket Evolve us. The following episode is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome back to the Conspiracy Chimps Podcast, formerly known as the Greasy Knuckles Podcast. I'm Jabone. And I'm Jay Bone. Prepare for a primate escape for your monkey mind. <laughs> you run it out. That's a uh, old white bat, in case anybody was wondering where that music came from. That's right. Before we get started, back to our roof. I would like to say to the person that didn't give us five stars on Spotify. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. Alright, now that that's out of the way. Somebody else rated our show and they didn't give us five stars. And I want to know why. You can't just drop the drop the rating lower. You be the sole person to drop that rating lower and not tell us why. You, you know what I'm saying? You At least bitch. go into the comments of that motherfucker and be like, you guys suck. I hate you. And give us a reason why. Yeah. Shit. See, I'm all discombobulated. Oh, here, I catch up real quick. <laughs> I got it. Cheers, Cheers bud. Cheers. All discombobulated. Uh, pretty damn quick on the draw sometimes. That's right. But uh, I do have a daily dose of what the fuck. Here is my daily dose. I cannot stand these motherfuckers that say... Nobody is willing to buy this house, no matter how cheap it is. Have you seen these like clickbait videos where they'll be like, you'll never believe that nobody wants to live in this mansion, no matter the price. You know, oh, you can't buy this house for $5, you know, shit like that. Because mm-hmm. I don't care where the house is. If it's five dollars, I'll fucking live in it. It's it doesn't matter. So these clickbait titles, specifically about the Winchester House mm-hmm. that we'll be talking about later. Yes, there was these videos <laughs> like this twenty thousand square foot mansion, and nobody's willing to buy it, no matter how cheap it is. I was like, get the fuck out of here! 
I could deal with some random shit thrown in the house, you know, for yeah. whatever price. Doesn't matter to me. Yeah. But yeah, I thought I, I hate clickbait shit. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I want it real. I want it raw. Not like that, but <laughs> So what are we talking about tonight? All kinds of stuff. Oh yeah. Talking about this damn amaretto staircase or whatever it's called. Uh it's not called the Amaretto Staircase. It is called I Lost My Page. Uh, I Lost My Page Staircase. The Loretto Chapel is the name of the church. Oh. In Santa Fe, North Me- New Mexico. North Mexico? Yeah, that's what people called it when I was stationed there. Oh, gotcha. I think there's there's more Mexicans there than in Old Mexico. No, I think there's more Mexicans there than, than white people for sure. Oh, that's how it was in Cali when I was there. Like, I had no problem with that. I'm just saying, like, yeah. that's why people called it North Mexico. Like, there are plenty of places you go where nobody spoke any English. Yep. And you're just on your own if you didn't speak any. If you didn't, habla the Espanol. Shout out Naval Base Lamore if you guys go out there. Fuck him. It's, <laughs> it's the same shit out there, dude. Like, if you go I mean, to Cannon Air Force Base in Clovis, New Mexico, that's where dreams go to die. Oh, yeah. Well, that, that's definitely Lamore. You can look at Lamore on the map and just. Be so, ashamed that there'd be a base there. I'm, I'll just I'll just jump right in unless you want to start Let's with do it. with the Harvey Winchester House first. So, the Loretto Chapel in Santa Fe, New Mexico, United States, is a former Roman Catholic church that's now used as a museum and a wedding chapel. So I don't think they hold mass there anymore. But uh, its claim to fame, shall we say, is its staircase that it has called the Mirac- Miraculous Stair. Mm. Yeah. You know, like when you just stare at somebody for hours on end? Yeah. Like something's wrong with you? So, it's crazy because it's a helix-shaped spiral staircase, and it has 33 steps in it, which we all know how that goes. Uh Uh-huh. They blame Masons. Yeah, Masons used 33. Jesus was 33 when he died. And the guy that that planned this, uh, it was... So, this is what kind of threw me off. This, uh... This Archbishop Jean-Baptiste Lamy, Lemay, um, wanted to wanted to build a. Uh, it was found in eighteen. I'll just start again. It's found in eighteen fifty-three, and the guy that the the priest that founded it, he wanted to. He just like decided after doing his missionary work that he wanted to open a girls' school. Okay. To bring religious religious teachings to girls, I guess. So, um, it was commissioned by the Sisters of Loretto, which they were from, like, Oklahoma or somewhere. All right. These nuns they brought in. Yeah. To run the school. What's up with nuns, by the way? I don't know, man. I mean, I think, the thing that, the thing that's crazy to me about that whole situation is you have priests who aren't allowed to get married. Or have sex or do anything. Yeah. Yeah. And nuns who are married to Jesus. Yeah. Or God, whatever. And they're not allowed to get married or have sex or whatever. Why... It's no wonder that Catholic school is so hard because you have all the, pardon the pun, but you have all these, like, all this sex, you know how much sexual tension there has to be? Oh. You have this group of women, yeah. which which I'm, you know, I'm, I'm going to make an assumption here that when nuns go in, like, I know that in the old days, a lot of nuns were, like, unwed mothers and, like, kind of the dregs of society, and that was, like, their last chance to get their lives straight. It, yeah. It wasn't always, like, 
I just love Jesus and I want to be a nun. Yeah. So you got like some probably even fairly promiscuous women went into that profession in the beginning. You know? Yeah. And you got them and these dudes that can't get their life right, so they go into it. So you got if you have a fairly young nunnery, then you got <laughs> <laughs> Oh nunnery. Yeah. Then you got that sounds mildly racist. Then you got young priest. That's like the is it racist? Yeah. These dag blame nunneries out here, they'd be like, whoa! Like Daniel Tosh's was spoon face. Yeah. Spoon face. <laughs> so you She's got like, I don't like that. Why? So you got you got the young priest. Yeah. And then you got the young nuns and young nuns too. And then you got you put them all in the same place with Emilio Estevez and Charlie Sheen. So you put them all in the same place. It, it had to, there had to be some fucking going on. Had to be, like There's, some secret late night. Oh yeah, going on in there, yeah. you know. Let's go down to the chapel, yeah. pray for a little bit, and he's like, "It'll only take me thirty seconds." Yeah, yeah. I got these beads. Yeah, my neck. Got these. That's why they wear the beads. <laughs> Pulling them out. Like you're starting see, the Briggs and Stratton down there in the pul- <laughs> the pulpit. So. <laughs> yeah. like, Whoa! What? What the hell is that? Oh, that's just Sister Mary. Yeah, choke me with him. Papa Tom so, down there. Papa Tom. <laughs> <laughs> Papa Cherry. So. Papa Cherry. But see, my whole thing is, as a society, as a human, as chimps, mm-hmm. we ain't supposed to be celibate. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know how when it comes around to mm-hmm. no, November, right? That little thing that goes around where people don't beat off or... I, have I've, sex I've heard it mentioned, but I, I have not looked into it. Pretty much every single doctor comes out around No Nut November, like right before, you know, October 30th, whatever, and starts talking about, like, please do not do No Nut November because it's unhealthy for you not to do your thing, you know? Mm-hmm. At least for men. I'm sure women. Well, it's got a different you know, story, it, but yeah, but it's got to release tension and hormone. It release release tension and then releases hormones yeah. in the body. Like, but for men specifically, like it it can cause actual harm to not do that. So I don't understand the whole like staying celibate, not touching yourself, not fucking having sex, not getting married. Like, it's so weird, very controlling too. Can you imagine if? some nun or some pope or whatever was like 70 years old and then they had some profound thing happen to them and they're like okay I no longer believe this shit mm-hmm. right and they started in catholic school when they were like 8 or whatever mm-hmm. so they've gone their entire lives of no sex no like they were the they were the high standard of priests not the ones that gets yeah no sex yeah not the one that gets transferred around to different places you know and hidden in the shadows this one has just lived his life was a beast of a priest yeah yeah 100% to the max of the Catholicism priesthood and then he's like you know what I'm buying into this shit anymore his dick don't work no more the inside of his balls are just like lounge chairs, you know what I mean? Like the sperm are just like just rolling around in there. Maybe that's what they do. What? They just become eunuchs. They just snip them suckers off. I don't think that's a con. I, mean, I don't. I don't know for sure because I don't know all the secrets of the Vatican and the secrets of the Catholic Church. But I don't think that's like a common practice to make themselves eunuchs. I don't I've know. never. I've never like. I've never heard that in all my. And I have. 
because of the show dug deeply into the Catholic religions. <laughs> I just don't, I mean, I think it would make it a lot easier. You know, it's just like back in Roman times and stuff, they would make their, uh, you know, Little servants servant. and slaves yeah. and whatever, they'd make them eunuchs so they wouldn't go Wonder. off and have sex with their wives and do all that so stuff. Wander like an old tomcat. Yeah. They just stay close to the house. So, so anyways. <laughs> but they, they, so they built the church and they put all the shit in it, the stained glass windows and whatever. And this dude, he, he hired, the archbishop hired uh, two French architects, Antoine Moulet and his son Projectus. Anton Smollett? Yeah. Juicy Smollett and his son Project Us. So they were supposed to work on the project and blah, blah, blah. So so this dude, uh, the fucking architect died before he built the stairs. And he never told anybody how he was going to build the stairs to get to the, the choir loft where they keep all the choir boys. It's kind of like the hay loft in a barn. They just kind of store them up there until yeah. they get ready for them. Hey, you, come on down here, boy. So, slide down that pole. So, anyways, that's what it was. This this the staircase, the miraculous stair, is twenty feet tall, and it makes two full turns without the support of the central pole, like that all spiral staircases have yeah. that I've ever seen. I've seen a few. They they all have that, and it's uh, it's built out of wood, and it's held together by wooden pegs with no glue, nails, or other hardware. So. And this thing's pretty impressive. If you guys look up the Loretto staircase, yeah, it is pretty damn impressive. I, I wish I would have known about it when I was stationed there. Cause There's an old picture of it. Yeah, without all the railings and all that crap on it. Yeah, so the railings weren't added until uh, eighteen something. Oh, the handrails were added in eighteen eighty seven, and an iron bracket was later attached to a column to add additional support. So, I mean, I'm guessing because it was getting old, you know. Yeah, but. A lot of choir boys going up and down those steps. Yeah, but the other thing is, it was they. So they took a they took a sample of the wood, in I think like 1992 or somewhere in there, and got uh, a guy from a university to analyze it and try to figure out where it came from. And he said that he think it. They he said this says they confirmed it, but the other report, other stuff I heard said that they never could actually confirm where or what it was. Like they think it's a type of spruce. Yeah. That's not native to New Mexico, and the closest thing they could find to it's in Alaska. That's Which wild. today to ship some boards from Alaska's, you know, it's not like a feat of impossibility. But mm -hmm. back then, in the 1800s, they didn't know what Alaska was probably. Yeah. You know, unless you just were in the know. Um. But it's been considered Damn. a work of art. So. Yeah, I mean, it is a pretty staircase, and it's the lore around it is pretty crazy. Yeah, here's the wild part. The lore of it is the wild part. So these Sisters of Loretto, which sounds like some kind of like cowgirl gang, yeah. um, they, they tried to get multiple builders to build the stairs, but the problem was because of the space and the... So the, that thing being 20 feet in the air, the choir boy perch, the, <laughs> the crow's nest up there that... They would have to take out so much seating to put the right angle. Because at first, they, like churches back then, I didn't know this, but churches back then, they used ladders a lot to get to the choir perch. Huh. 
the choir crow nest. They use ladders, but you know, like you gotta think about nuns climbing ladders and the fucking habit things they wear. Like one of them was even saying that a lot of them use rope ladders. Well, see, who the fuck besides said, pirates use rope ladders? When you said it was a hayloft, yeah, I instantly thought of like them hoisting the boys up and then being like, you know what, I kind of want to see them slide down that pole down there, and then just putting in a fire yeah. escape, you know, pole. Yeah. And just hoisting them up there and just watching them. Oh, yeah, that was a good one. Yeah. Now on the center stage, project us. <laughs> <laughs> so. Come on down. So anyways, the this, this there's this um, legend, if you will, is the, 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 the version of events has been passed down by the sisters of Loretto about how the staircase came to be. Okay. There's no, like, concrete evidence. So... They tried to find people to do it, like I said, but they said they'd have to take out too much of the too much of the seating. So they prayed for nine straight days in what's called a novena, which it's I don't think it's like I don't think it's nine straight days like twenty four seven. I think it's like we pray every day at you know on the hour or something like that. Oh, I got you. So they prayed to Saint Joseph, the patron saint of carpenters. All right. Right. So on the ninth day, a mysterious stranger appeared and offered to build the staircase. He said that God sent him to build the staircase, but he showed up. They said it was a man with a gray beard, and he rode he rode into town out of the desert on a donkey, and just said, "You know what? I'm building some stairs." So he didn't he didn't he had his tools with him. He didn't ask him for any money. He didn't ask him for any materials. Nothing. But he said he had to work alone. That's wild. So. He built the staircase, I think they said in about three months. And then some, some, you know, he never told him his identity, but some of the stories say, like, in, anywhere from he did it overnight to six months. But uh, the most common consensus yeah. is about three months. I'd say it's probably three to six months. There's no... Yeah, so... Overnight would definitely be a work of a miracle. There's no, there's no obvious support to the staircase. Like, all the weight rests on the bottom of it somehow. So it's just like stacked on itself. But anyways, he built this thing and he fucking left. And they never paid him. Ernie. They never learned his name. So then they thought they would go to the local wood yard because they figured he had to get the wood from there. Yeah. Because there's trees around Santa Fe, but not like not like there is around like the Pacific Northwest. You know what I mean? Like he probably didn't go out there and saw down some hickory trees and anyways. So they went there. And the guy at the woodyard told him, "We have there's no accounts open for your church. There's no accounts open that aren't that we don't know who they are. We haven't sold any wood to anybody for anything like that." What? If, all right, hold on. What if old weird fella mm-hmm. right paid those guys at the woodmill, or bought from like some side guy? Yeah, you know, some forklift driver. Yeah, you know. Just the guy in the back smoking weed was like, hey, I'm going to need you to cut me a deal. This is what I'm doing with the wood. You can't tell anybody about this. I'm not going to take away from the miracle working of this guy, but I'm just saying that could be an explanation of how he got the wood. Mm-hmm. Or he could have paid off the uh, the managers, whatever, and was just like, don't tell them about it. You know? Yeah. Who knows? So... It's trippy though. Yeah, so this uh fuck I don't remember where it was now. 
this guy leaves nobody knows anything about him and the they say that it was so steep like so it didn't have handrails so it was like climbing a fucking ramp you know what i mean like they said that most of the choir boys and nuns would climb up and down it on their hands and knees because it's terrifying <laughs> right so they did that for a number of years and then they finally put the the rail the railing on it and it says that it was pretty strong because there's a picture from 1959 that has at least 12 choir members standing on the staircase so you could actually put it on there but anyways put people on there uh in the early 2000s an amateur historian named mary jean cook theorized the probable builder of the staircase as francois jean francois jean frank or frenchy rocus and he was a reclusive rancher that an occasional carpenter who came to New Mexico from France around the 1870s. And the reason they think he might have done it was in the, uh, there was an article in the Santa Fe New Mexican when he died. He was murdered for no reason. He had cattle and stuff, you know, some cattle thieves killed him, I guess, and left Man. him in his house right before Christmas. And then some of his ranch hands found him. Anyways, a few days later. But there was a, in the Santa Fe New Mexican, when they were talking about his death, they said he was a Frenchman and was favorably known in Santa Fe as an expert worker in wood. He built the handsome staircase in the Loretto Chapel and the St. Vincent Sanitarium. Mm. So they're so they're saying that he did. But they also found uh, an entry in the sister's logbook stating that Rokas had been paid $150 from the church. But it's for an unknown reason. So I started thinking, maybe these bitches thought we need to draw some attention to our church. Yeah. This guy built an incredible staircase. Let's say, let's make up this story. It would be so easy to make that story up. And it would be. And back then, if a nun or a priest told you something, you believed it. Yeah, you were like, they wouldn't lie. They're a fucking nun. Right. You know. You know, they saw they saw Mary on a piece of toast, and everybody lost their mind or something yeah. like that. So, but anyways, that would have been about. Forty-five hundred dollars in twenty twenty-two, which seems like a little bit on the light side for paying a carpenter to do fucking anything in your house. But, yeah, especially a fucking yeah crazy spiral staircase. But they said that when they when they uh, when they found him, they they his carpentry tools were extensive. They had five saws, a saw clamp set, nine planes, nineteen molding planes, two squares, five gauges, six chisels, two gouges, a draw knife, a brace, three augers, ten auger bits, reamer, two clamps, and a pair of trammel points. <laughs> that sounds like me whenever I go to Lowe's, man. Yeah. Have I told you about my uh my tape measures? Yeah. I think every every man, actual man, mm -hmm. has their thing. Like a man's man. I'm not talking about whatever they they always have their thing that they, when they go to Lowe's they're like oh shit I need that you know yeah. my thing is tape measures for some reason for the longest time anytime I went to Lowe's I was like oh yeah we don't have a tape measure and I just buy another one and my wife started getting mad at me because they started collecting you know yeah, they started piling up and I'd tell her like we do not have a tape measure at the house. If we do, it's lost it's somewhere else. <laughs> you just like tape measures? After about the ninth tape measure, she went to the garage and just put them all into a box and brought them in and set them down on the floor. I was like, we have nine fucking tape measures. So after that, I haven't bought another one, but that's <laughs> that's what it sounds like to me. This guy was just, oh yeah, look at this tool. 
just like any mechanic or any tradesman really you see something that's like oh that helped me out at work that, yeah that helped me out my job whatever my 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 thing like that is if like we helped this lady clean her house out after her husband died and she was moving to a condo at the beach right yeah my my mother-in-law was good friends with her so she just asked like she had she didn't have any sons or anything so she just asked if i would help move furniture and stuff basically you know she hired a man to come help he's real weird his name was david and he had a ponytail and rode like a weird little cafe racer motorcycle i think he's trying to get her money he's like always around yeah just kind of doing stuff painting this and that he was a bitch when it came to moving furniture i'll tell you that he was a slight feller (laughs) fuck you david yeah all right pony hair fucking ponytail flip-flop wearing motherfucker so (laughs) who moves furniture and flip-flops that'd be my daily dose of what the fuck who the fuck shows up in flip-flops to move anyways she had stairs in her house and like a desk and bookshelves and stuff and then she's like david will be here soon to help move the furniture and david showed up on a fucking motorcycle in flip-flops what a douche what kind of Jimmy Buffett fucking idiot art? I mean, who does that? Who rides a motorcycle in flip-flops that doesn't live in Jamaica to start with? Yeah. And then, or Afghanistan, and then wants to move furniture like that. Yeah. I'm like, did you bring any shoes, David? He's like, no, nah, man, I'm good. Anyways, whatever. But the other staircase in the uh, that sanitarium I told you about. Yeah. He built that one. He built, the guy that built that one... It looks almost just like the one in the church mm. that Frenchie built. Francois Jean Frank, JJ Frankie JJ built it. Yeah, JJ Frankie JJ. Yeah. Jean Jacques Frank Jean Jacques Frankie Jack John. He built it. So, what was that guy's name? Jean Jacques Francois Jack John. That was his name. JJ Frankie JJ. But anyways, but they, uh, another guy found a note in the. What is that from? Shorzy. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've okay. watched that series so many times. Yeah. It's so good. JJ Frankie JJ. Yeah. John but there's Donovan. there's several 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 articles pointing to this guy that he's the one that built it because it, another guy said he found notes in the in the nuns' logbooks where that guy was paid the hundred fifty dollars and it had a note beside it that said N like the letter N November like November but the letter N period school that was the note beside it hmm. and that there was a school not far from there that was called like the north something school so he's saying that they paid that guy the 150 dollars to build something at this at the school mm, okay. but see i think that that could still be part of the cover-up put yeah. it in the logbook is you know for tax reasons because we're the catholic church put it in the logbook that we gave him 150 dollars to build something at the school that way when they say like you know he built it they're like no 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 but that still didn't make sense but they do that a lot where they'll have like oh look at this Mary statue that yeah. is crying blood and it'll yeah. bring people from all over and then all they'll the find world. out like oh this is bullshit and it's just like uh, there was this tree that this lady passed under and she could feel like she was praying. She felt the tears of God is what she said. Yeah. I got to find this story. It's it's unbelievable. But she was saying that she, you know, started to feel the tears of God. And she's like, oh, 
oh wow and she felt better like her body felt better she just felt better overall the news covered it and it started bringing people from all over the world to experience the tears of god mm -hmm. and they were all claiming like yeah it's it's making me feel better it's you know well scientists went out there with their little science knowledge mm -hmm. and found out that this tree carries a mite like bugs yeah that piss yeah those so, are the tears of god yeah these and when these ladies like it was a bunch of old ladies um were presented with this and was like you're, you're being pissed on by bugs yeah they refused to accept that they're yeah. like nope it's not it is the tears of god and they're like no no here's the bug here's how it acts this is yeah. you know you're getting pissed on they're just like no no we're not and that's kind of what the catholic church does a lot they'll find pisses on people well choir boys r kelly's ahead, people sorry. but they find like something that's going on or mm -hmm. they'll create something to draw attention to it and if it's found out that it's bullshit well you're just not believing yeah you know it's like no they they put the blood on the statue every night you know something like that yeah so it runs out yeah yeah and I don't know. There's story. It's not just the Catholic Church either. Like no, there was of course that, not. There's that one scammer down in Kentucky, I believe, who had like the Bible with oil, and it was just leaking oil all all yeah. the time. And it's it leaking like hemp out. oil that Jesus was sanctified in, or whatever. It was something yeah. weird. It turns out that his buddy was going down to the tractor supply, getting mineral oil, and coming back and dumping it in the bucket that the Bible was kept in because they had to keep it in a bucket because, yeah. man, it was just pouring oil Don't everywhere. leaking all over the floor. Uh, this, this shit is legit, man. I'm telling you. Yeah. And then, yeah, it was mm -hmm. like, well, what about these receipts for the mineral oil? Yeah. And we've tested this oil that's came out of your Bible. Yeah. That's rotality. It's the exact same shit that they sell down at the tractor supply that this guy's been buying and bringing over here. They're like, no, hell no. That ain't what it is. If anybody just heard me say that's Rotella T and they know what that is, I want to hear from you. I want to know who, who the audience is. I have no idea what it is. Well, I'm not, I'll am not. i tell you after what it is, but right. that's Rotella T. Anyways, so the, the administrator, organizer, leader of the free world, this guy that was like running the church after it turned into a museum said before the pandemic... They used to get 250,000 visitors a year to look at this staircase. See? That, and all Holy it took shit. was a little bit of mystery. That's all it fucking yeah. took. And they put, like, they probably had just, like, a donation can. Yeah. Well, I mean, if 250,000, they had a donation bucket. But you know what I'm saying? Like, they yeah. had, you know, donations appreciated. So 250,000 people come if they only put a dollar a piece in there. We're the church, so we're not going to charge you to come in here. But if you feel it in your heart, you can yeah. drop a little bit of money in the yeah. bucket to help us keep up the restoration yeah. project. $250,000 a that year counts as from your... if one person puts $1 in each time yeah. they go. And that counts as your tithing, too. Yeah. So that people are like, oh, I can get my tithing out of the way. I can give them 10% of my check just to come here and look at these steps. Yeah, and they'll be able to keep... Man, I, I bet you if I give them $20, that'll help in their restoration and keeping this thing pretty. Yeah. Here you yeah. go. Fucking Jesus built this stair yeah. set. Needs we got to keep this thing nice. St. Joseph built the handrail. 
Well, the staircase. You know what I'm saying. Yeah. I but mean, it could have been Jesus. We don't know. Right? Yeah. They prayed he was to a Saint. master carpenter, wasn't he? Yeah. They prayed to Saint. He was obviously a master baiter, too, because he caught them damn fish and fed them people. But I'll tell you what. They... <laughs> <laughs> Great. Now we've just dropped down to 4.2 stars. What the fuck? Somebody. Uh, no, I'm just saying. Sabotage. After you said that, oh, yeah. now we're 4.2. Well, if you can catch enough damn fish to feed 10,000 people... you got you a, to be a... You a bait and some bitch. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I mean, you could throw the cricket on the hook from the bank. That's right. <laughs> Anyways. So, yeah. So, I mean, 250,000 people giving you money. That's a, that's an incredible... That that church has an incredible amount of money. Oh, yeah. I bet, the, I bet all the priests and nuns drive Mercedes. Yeah, and they see me rolling for Jesus. Their church van just looks like this busted down piece of shit yeah. where you feel bad for them. You go on the inside. It's yeah. just like whenever they purposefully rust like yeah. a brand new car, like a brand new Mercedes or something, and they just purposefully rust it. Yeah. That's what it looks like. On the inside, it's got these big ass lazy boy recliners yeah. with. Yeah. Trying to find the Virgin Mary. <laughs> Trying to find the Virgin Mary. <laughs> stupid uh anyway so that's basically the i mean he could have been a master there could the guy that built it could have been a master mason too though and that's why he put 33 steps in it could be and i mean 33 is big in everything yeah like it just became this lore number that a lot of these things started using um and 20 divided by 33 is point six six six. Oh shit! I just made that up. I'll buy it. Let's see what twenty divided by thirty three is. But see, that's crazy. Oh, it is. Oh shit! Twenty divided by thirty three because it was twenty feet up to the loft. There's thirty three steps. Is point six oh six oh six oh six. See, that's that's looking for something. That's that's, that's how you build a conspiracy that's theory a right reach. there. Yeah. That's like these motherfuckers that'll go around and be like, see, this number, 227, if you subtract 120, and you're like, well, hold on, why did you subtract 127? Just stay with me. Yeah. You know, and you're well, like, uh, But fuck? I didn't do anything out of the way. I'm not no, wrong. I know. I know. You could say, you. I mean, if you wanted to just go down to like the one, two, three, four, fifth decimal point, you could say that it's .60606. Yeah. And people would lose their fucking minds. I'm just saying. Satan like, built them stairs. It was Satan steps. You actually used the numbers that were in there. Yeah, you know, I did. 20 feet high, 33 cent. A lot of these motherfuckers that I've seen will be like, oh, yeah, you I know just subtract 127, and you're like, why did you do that? Just stay with me. Yeah. Watch. It gets crazy, you know? And then it ends up being 666. Like, yeah, you could do 651 plus five, 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 fucking six, six, six. 15. Um, there you go, 666. <laughs> You can contact the Roswell Daily Record. Did Frenchie, the Dog Canyon Cattleman, build the Miracle Staircase by email? I'm going to write them and tell them that. Did you know that 20 divided by 33 is .60606? What do you want to do with that? Satan built them steps. Um, that's so stupid. But see, that's how, that's how they trick us. Yeah. That's how ignorant we are as a society, as a as a species we are fucking stupid because if they were to come out and be like hey there, there's plenty like catholic church especially 
they have plenty of beautiful architecture all oh, over yeah. the world you know hundreds of billions of dollars in architecture and it's gorgeous but there's not really any lore to most of it right. so you don't know about it so the way they trick us into learning about it into diving into it is creating that tiny little bit of lore and then just stepping back and watching what happens you know mm-hmm. like hey thank you for building our staircase you know we don't want to know your name we don't want to know anything just pretend like you didn't do it mm-hmm. there you go now from doing that from just that tiny little bit of secrecy because as a species we're just like oh yeah we want to be in the know we want to we want to know the secret now you get 250,000 fucking people walking into your church to just look at stairs. Yeah. It's, it's not, crazy. The other thing is it's not even a church anymore. It's a museum. And I mean, I'm sure they're still tax-free because it's technically a chapel where they do yeah. weddings. Holy fuck. $250,000 tax-free a year just because some nuns made up a story about some steps. Yep. And the way they do it, is, uh, they've already done the research on... Uh, like these big events that people put on that are, you know, Christian evangelists or yeah. whoever, what they do to gather more money from donations is to not charge a fee and then talk about not charging the fee oh, yeah. after. So you feel like, oh, I'm going there. I don't have to spend any money. Yeah. And then you get there and they're like, look, we have all these bills that we have to pay. We have this and this yeah. and this, all these speakers, you know, it is a free event, but if, you could Donations help out. are appreciated. What they found out is people will donate more money like that. Whereas if they pay to get in yeah. somewhere yeah. and then they're asked to donate, they're like, I already bought a ticket. Yeah. You know, and they're less likely to give you more money. So yeah. they might give you 20 bucks. Whereas if you didn't charge them at the door and you just let them in free and then talked about like, well, you're in here free. If you could, you might get 80 bucks. Yeah. You know, so. Makes perfect sense. Um. But yeah, that, that's I think that's all it is. Is they created a lore, they knew it was gonna work because we're fucking well, they they were stupid. Yeah, but they already had like the blueprint for that. They've done it so many times. I'm sure with the crying statues and oily Bibles yeah. and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> Ernie, that excuse me, that it would not it it would not be impossible for the Catholic Church to plant the carpenter there fly the fucking wood in from somewhere crazy because they knew people would analyze it. Yeah. Or bring the wood in, however they got it there. Put it on his put it on a cart and drag it behind his donkey or whatever. You know what I mean? Like that is not outside the realm of possibility. Especially when you have an unlimited budget. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like you they know? could get wood from wherever they wanted and get it to Santa Fe. And say this guy that built the staircase is a de- devout Catholic. Exactly. And they're like, look, we're we're not gonna ask you to lie. But this will help the church. This will help. You know, it's like... uh, Just don't tell them. Jehovah's Witness, they have this thing called... Well, Jehovah's Witness and Scientology, a bunch of these people have these these lies that they're allowed to say where it's like the end justifies the means, Mm -hmm. you know? Where it's like, yeah, even if you have to lie, it's okay if the end result, you know... Right. We'll make it worth it. Yeah, and you can just repent later. Yeah, exactly. Well, you don't even have to repent. And Jehovah's Witness yeah. and Mormons and stuff like that, certain religions and certain sects mm-hmm. of that religion, you know, they, they put it in there 
where it's like you can lie to them as long as it's going to allow that allow you to be able to convert them or do this or that right as long as there's forward progress from it exactly so all this guy had to do would be a carpenter that was a devout catholic they go up to him and be like this will bring in hundred thousand new converts every year yeah or you know whatever and he'd be like done it's a good scam it is because also i found out santa fe is the second oldest capital city in america i think so it was well it was already well established by then like it was like in the 1800s it would have been like a hub you know what i mean like it would have been a hot spot for people yeah if you think about it if it was if it's the second oldest capital city in america that means it's been established a long time there's probably a lot more traffic through santa fe yeah than the surrounding areas so they're like we need a good spot out west to build this to build something where we gotta get some people yeah we'll and start a school we'll build the immaculate staircase and we'll like, put any handrails on it if the i know the mexican culture they're it's big on catholicism oh yeah, yeah. So Santa Fe's down there, yeah, close to Mexico. Like they knew it would be a perfect, perfect spot to set this up. You're not setting it up in Oklahoma, right, or it, Colorado, where it's like travel into the Rockies. You can go see this thing. Uh, it's a perfect draw, yeah, to draw people to Santa Fe. And they've had. If, if you're Catholic out there, do your thing, have fun. But they've had over a thousand years to perfect a scam. Yeah. You know, perfect a way to, oh, well, you can pay us now and help your dead relatives. You know, you can do this and help your dead relatives. You can do that and help your dead relatives. Yeah. Like, something that cannot be proven ever. Yeah. Like, I don't know. They, they know how to scam people. They know how to work the system. And... That's what separates a successful cult versus one that comes and fades away. As if they if they pick up on those things on how to like ride that gray line, how to be able to get this tax free money as much of it as possible, as many people that are willing to do whatever. You know, look at the Pope's clothing. I think Joe Rogan's made this point. Like, he looks. Like he just came out of a pajama party or something. Like nowhere else in the world would you see this guy if you didn't know what Catholics were. See this guy and think he was a sane person. He yeah. has this weird fucking hat on. Like all of his little bishops are dressed up like these little dolls. Their gowns. You know? Yeah. Like it's such a weird thing, but they're made up into these idols, into these fucking images. And yeah, without the lore. We wouldn't be going to Santa Fe to look at a fucking staircase. Sounds so stupid. Yeah, Santa Fe is the oldest capital city in the United States and the oldest European community west of the Mississippi. And I was looking at it on the map. It's right. It's like if like if you're looking at Colorado to the north. You know what I mean? Yeah. The mountains come down the Rockies, and right where Santa Fe is, there's a break in the mountains. So like if you're traveling west. You know, you either had to turn north where Santa Fe is and go all the way up. No, you're fine. You're fine. Oh, you either had to turn west where Santa Fe is and go all the way, I mean north, and go all the way up past Denver and all the way up there to get around the mountains. 
or if you turn south, you had to go. There's mountain ranges that way. So there's a perfect break in it. So it's like a funnel point. Yeah. Too. And I don't know, man. Like it just sounds stupid. Mm-hmm. Hey, on our road trip, we're gonna stop by and see the staircase. Without that lure behind it, it would just sound stupid. But yeah. Anyways, Winchester House <laughs> was uh, something we were supposed to cover as well. Might have to. We can just get into it. I mean, we got to, you know more shows to come, so yeah. I'll I'll start on it a little bit. All right. So the Winchester House, for those of you that might not know, is one of the strangest architectural features that we know of. Um, yeah. It is a house in or a mansion, really, in San Jose, California. That was the residence of Sarah Winchester, the widow of firearms uh, manufacturer, firearms guru, yeah. right? William Wirt Winchester of Winchester Rifles. Yeah. So, which was named the gun that won the West, or you know, the repeater. Yeah. Yeah. That was what shot Mr. Winchester into into stardom yeah. because before that there was a lot of these pop up gun manufacturers but they'd have their ups and downs they'd be like oh well it'll shoot accurate but it takes a long time to reload or it'll shoot quickly but you know yeah its accuracy sucks dick so the winchester repeating rifle yeah was the first one that did everything good and uh contrary to popular belief it was not used in the war no, it was uh, too expensive and looked at as frivolous. Well, yeah, it was it was too expensive to arm all the troops with, but it was also like they said it was too complicated for just your everyday soldier to be able to pick up and be able to use. So they used the carbines or whatever. Um, <clears throat> this house, for those of you that haven't seen it, go look at even just the floor plan. Of this yeah, thing it's crazy it is the weirdest thing ever and there's so much like conspiracy and mystery surrounding this house because it has staircases that lead to nowhere it has like opposite alice in wonderland doors where it'll be this gigantic nine foot tall door that leads into this little four foot high ceiling room yeah or three foot high ceiling room like this and then tiny little doors like two by two door that leads into a 12 foot high ceiling room yeah. you know like like a banquet hall yeah and it's it's just the weirdest thing and there's so much around it like wondering why sarah winchester did this uh her name was also sally is what she went by but the one of the running things is there's a few conspiracies on why she built this house with doors that when you open it up it's just a wall there or when you open it up there's another one that's they named it the wiley coyote door yeah it's on the second story and when you open it up it just drops off on, into the garden yeah like just goes nowhere yeah and there's rooms that are all windows yeah the uh and the number 13 and 33 is all through this house there's one of the bathrooms has 13 windows um they have 33 steps 33 
uh, doors, thirty like number 33 and 13 pops up throughout this entire house. Mm-hmm. They also have skylights. She had skylights put in on the floor. So that doesn't make sense. But uh, yeah, one of the things going is her and her husband, oh, Mr. Winchester, Mr. William Work Winchester, Strange had, work. had a miscarriage, you know, and after that, they fell into a deep depression, everything like that. Um, but, or no, it wasn't a miscarriage. She had a baby girl named Annie Pardee Winchester mm-hmm. who had a lot of health issues. Mm-hmm. She was diagnosed with marasmus. She did not thrive and only lived a month. Yeah. So basically a, a miscarriage, but um, yeah, she only lived outside of the womb for a month, died, and then they like got super, super depressed. Mr. William Wirt Winchester ended up dying later, and he was in his 40s uh, when he died. 40s or 50s when he died? He was pretty young. Yeah. Um, but then after that, old Sally ran off the deep end. Mm-hmm. She like she took a three-year hiatus where she just kind of did she called it the world tour because at that point in time she had sold her stock of the winchester company and her net worth was it was ridiculous i think it was like two and a half million dollars or 2.9 million dollars and this was in like 18 you know 80 mm-hmm. you know so yeah, yeah, I saw that his estate was worth like three hundred thousand dollars or something when he died, and it was like the equivalent of ten million today or something like that. Yeah, well, she sold her stock, and she was able to get like with everything left to her from her husband and all that. The mm-hmm. large inheritance was like two point something million dollars in eighteen eighty, eighteen eighty one, mm-hmm. which was the equivalent of like half a billion dollars to today. Yeah. So she went on a three year world tour where she was just like, "Fuck it." I'm out. And she traveled the world, got really... She reminded me of uh, Aliester Crowley. Yeah. Because she just traveled the yeah. world and went to, like, all these different religious, you know, voodoo-type whatever. You know, anywhere that there was this weird religion, she would stop in and just kind of soak it up, see what she was doing. And, uh, yeah, it was crazy. She ended up buying the house the famous Winchester house from a doctor and started having these builders come in. She had 16 builders Uh rotating different times, whatever, who she was spontaneous with. She'd be like, I want, you know, this door. And they're like, there's a fucking wall there. She's like, yeah, but I want a door right here. Yeah. And she would do that. Some people think that it was after she had spoken to one of the wizardy girls, mm-hmm. like a fortune teller. A Wiccan. Yeah, some sort of fucking, some sort of witch, some sort of... Nutcase. Fortune teller told her that she would have to be on the run for the rest of her life from the spirits due to her husband's Winchester rifles and all the lives that, you know was affected by the Winchester rifles. Like mm-hmm. All the deaths caused by the Winchester repeaters. So all these spirits 
we're going to be haunting her and chasing her down. So some people speculate that's why she had rooms leading to nowhere, doors going this way and that. She was constantly changing things um, to kind of confuse the spirits in her house. So she would know where to go. She'd be able to like run into this room and do, do her thing where the spirits would like run into a wall or wily coyote themselves into the garden. Yeah. Something like that. Zagged when she was zagged. Yeah. Another, another speculation is the reason that she had almost constant construction. It wasn't like 365, 24-7, yeah. but it was fairly consistent, you know, pretty regularly under construction, was that she didn't want her family to be visiting her. Mm-hmm. That was like an excuse that she could use. Yeah, oh, working on the house. It's under construction. I read that there's over 10,000 panes of glass in that house. Yeah, it's something crazy. More than the Empire State Building is what it says. Um, if you want to schedule a tour for the Winchester house, it's $42 a person. Yeah. To go walk around a fucking house. Yeah. And then you can just drive on down to Santa Fe and throw the rest of your money in that fire at the staircase. So, did you, did, you find, did you get to the point where they opened her safe after she died? Not yet. Okay. So, but you, you are going to talk about that. Yeah. Okay. Or, I mean, you can, whatever. No, I just I just wanted to make sure we covered it because it was pretty weird. Yeah. 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 We won't have time on this show. We can cover it on the... We got five minutes, man. But, uh... So, anyways, yeah, this, this thing is wild. She... Another speculation, other than the ones, the previous two that I talked about, was that her dad was a carpenter. Mm-hmm. And you know a contract carpenter that kind of thing handyman and she grew up where her dad would be out of work for long periods at a time and money would get tight and stuff like that so she felt like she owed it to because she was a philanthropist you know Mm -hmm. as soon as she got her big lump sum after her husband died Mm -hmm. she gave away a lot of her money to this I can't remember what it's called Winchester something Foundation, foundation yeah, 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 to like help people out, whatever. So she was a philanthropist. So one of the things was, is she wanted to help out the people in her community, but didn't want to just throw away money. She wanted to help out these contractors, these carpenters, and help keep them employed. You know, mm-hmm. keep the paychecks coming for them. Yeah. Um. So I was like, well, that that seems kind of legit, but. I don't know. She spent. She ended up spending over five million dollars on this house. Mm-hmm. Just construction, reconstruction, being like, I want this here and that there. Uh, another, another speculation is when there was a big earthquake. They say the reason that there's doors that lead, you know, the staircase with a door that leads to nowhere, mm-hmm. is the second story of that house after the earthquake was damaged heavily so they just put up a door there just to kind of like seal it off yeah i don't know but that's the thing they don't know why she was doing this and we look at a lot of people from old times and go they were crazy you know Mm -hmm. but back then and even to this day they could be like oh well she was demonically possessed whereas (laughs) now it's easier to look at somebody who's crazy, be able to diagnose them and be like, not necessarily crazy, but like diagnose them and be, oh, 
they were schizophrenic. Yeah. That's why they made all these, oh, they had bipolar disorder. That's why they made all these decisions. You know, whatever. I'm not picking on anyone's mental health or whatever. I'm just saying we have reasons of why people do things now instead of just being like, well, the demons were getting her, you know? Uh, real quick, I found in the, just like this little history section that there's 2,000 doors, 160 rooms, 52 skylights, 47 stairways and fireplaces, 17 chimneys, 13 bathrooms, and 6 kitchens. Yeah. That's just... I, I think I think that it's a combination of the two. Like you were saying, if her dad was a carpenter and he was always like struggling for work, then maybe she was trying to do something good by keeping people employed. And... Um, the thing about keeping the family away. Yeah, and you also got to look at this is the 1880s, right? Yeah. Like nowadays, if you know, equating it to 500 million dollars, you could blow through that pretty quickly. There's a lot of stuff that costs a shitload of money. Like, especially if you're fucking, building a house, you could buy a 20 million dollar plane, or you know, yeah. a fucking ten million dollar car like there's so much shit that is just crazy expensive if you have half a billion dollars in 1880 yeah like, what the fuck are you gonna spend it on you can buy the world you know like you don't have half a billion in 1880 yeah that's like having like two trillion dollars now probably yeah i mean easily like you can't spend it well i mean equated yeah yeah I'm just saying, like this, the yeah, the, like yeah, the, the equivalent just for inflation or whatever is you know half a billion. But it's like now we have things that we can spend a million dollars on, twenty million dollars. You can only buy so many goddamn then, wagons. What? Yeah. What the fuck? You're gonna have a horse ranch with nine hundred thousand horses yeah. on? Like, you still wouldn't run out. So she was just. I think that was part of it. You know, she didn't want to just start throwing money at everybody she saw, but she was like, oh, she had that soft spot. Yeah. Soft spurt. For yeah. her dad. Skirtlebirds, Skirtlebirds. Who is this carpenter who is out of work? And she's like, I don't want anybody in my Dude. town to be out of work, you know? What if she paid to have the staircase built in Santa Fe? She might have. Anyways, uh, can we talk about the safes real quick? When she died and they found the hidden safes. Yeah. So when she died, they found a hidden safe was discovered in the ballroom. And everybody thought it was going to have like some crazy... like gun patent that never got made you know like they're the, it was like looking for it was when Geraldo found Jimmy Hoffa yeah right and the, and it broke down the wall and there wasn't shit there but inside all they found was obituaries for her husband and daughters and two locks of hair yeah like that's crazy not crazy like she's crazy but that's wild to me that like that's what she felt was important to keep locked in the safe which I get that having her, her kids hair locked in there but to make sure nothing happened but I just think that's nuts. Yeah. A hidden safe. You know everybody was like, this thing's going to hit the jackpot. Two of the, two of the wildest things mm -hmm. was like, she had a 10-foot staircase built, a stairway that rose 10 feet high, but it had 44 steps in it. Yeah. For 10 feet. Yeah. And then another thing was, at its largest, <clears throat> this house had approximately 500 rooms. Yeah. And her niece ended up, because she didn't have any children, her her only daughter died, um, and they never tried again for kids. So all of her stuff mm -hmm. went down to her niece. Her niece was like, 
I can't do shit with this house. Like, this thing is just too confusing. She ended up auctioning it off. Keep in mind that she had put $5 million worth of work into this house. It sold for $150,000 at auction. The house? Yep. And they ended up, like, the guy that bought it in 1922, or 1924, something like that. Um, fuck, 1931. Ended up <laughs> opening it up as, like, a tourist attraction yeah. and doing it that way. And, yeah, Harry Houdini went there, like, looking for spirits because he was all into, like, debunking spirit world and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But... So he saw that chicken. That's what I think is funny about David Blaine and, like, Chris Angel. Chris Angel's all about Harry Houdini, but he does all this, like, mystical, magical, oh, the spirits help me. And Harry Houdini was not about the spirit shit. But, I don't know. You got anything else? Question everything. That's going to be it from us here at the Spirits and Chips Podcast, Podcast for Primates. Evolve with us. Conspiracy Chimp Production. Evolve with us.